3 PNR. I'm your host, Adam R., and this is in collaboration with the Onyx Network. And on this episode, I have Jim Andre. Jim, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Jim, why don't we discuss your, uh, your background and what got you involved with this subject? Well, I mean, uh, there was something there when I was around eight years old that uh, was always in the back of my mind, which uh, I think was connected with the uh, Betty and Barney Hill abduction. Um, they were abducted on uh, September 19th, 1961, which was coincidentally my eighth birthday. And somehow I have like a vague uh, memory of something transpiring, but I can't fully grasp it. And then uh, move on to 2012, the fall of 2012, I was uh, abducted and left with an alien tattoo on my right forearm. And that got you investigating the subject? Yes. So in, in the abduction, what do you recall happening? All right, well... Well, I was living in Massachusetts at the time. Since then, a couple of years ago, I relocated to Florida. I'm retired now. But at the time, I was a Massachusetts constable and a, a part-time motor coach bus driver, which I did a commuter run. And I'd have to get up 3 o'clock in the morning. So I distinctly remember it was Wednesday night. And I was sitting down uh, at the computer, and I looked at the lower right-hand corner of the uh, computer monitor to know what time it was, you know, uh, with the back of my mind, knowing that I had to get up early for work, and it said 9.15 p.m. So the next thing I know, I'm waking up, wondering where I'm at, sitting in the same same spot, same chair in front of the computer. I'm looking around the room, trying to gather my thoughts. I look over at the alarm clock, and it said 2.57 a.m. Huh, so and as I'm, time. I'm, yeah, so as I'm gathering my thoughts, I, I feel a an intense burning sensation on my right forearm. And, you know, I know this sounds bizarre. I mean, I'm beside myself still today. I look down and there's a, a tattoo that depicts an alien gray on my forearm. Huh. You know, listen, it doesn't sound strange. There, there's things in science that are still mysterious that we don't... We, we have machines that are making atoms run into one another, Right. So, oh, yeah, we get that CERN project, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then there's, we don't have any outcomes of all that. And who knows what we're doing in the name of science well, behind Well, yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, I will say that uh, my belief is that man's intelligence is going to be his downfall. Well, of course, right? Because we're going to eventually let AI take control. And, you know, not look, not like it's going to be Terminator, because let's be honest. Well, just, just that I brought collateral alone, I mean, they don't know what they're playing with. Right, open. It could be opening gateways, doorways, right, exactly. or altering physics around our planet. We shouldn't be messing with. Man. We don't know. So, again, I make room for a lot. I, I'm not. Clo- I, I approach everything with no stance on anything. Right? I don't have a. Well, you have position. to. You have to have an open mind because with a closed mind, you don't gain any knowledge. So. Yeah, I have this thing I say where there's there's no bad information. You just got to know how to filter. That's really what it comes down to. I agree. In the abductions. I've been reading a lot about them, and they're sounding parallel to, you know, angelic beings in a lot of ways. Not to say that's what they are, but just, you know, I, I see the parallels in that. Well, I don't, I don't believe they're here to uh, hurt us in any way because, uh, I mean, with their advanced technology, they could have done that. They could have obliterated us long ago. Yeah. That was their, you know, their intention. You know, I have a theory that we're under a long-term study because they, I, they have to be benign because... From what we know, it's been popular for 70 years. 
If they had ill intentions, I imagine by now they would have already made them known. Because what can we do? Right, exactly. So, I mean, there's nothing we can really do about it. There's no fight back in there. Their technology is superior. Well, we're actually at, at their mercy in a way, but uh, I don't think their intentions are, are uh, malevolent, you know what I mean? For now, right? Because that's the same thing right. you said. I mean, look, look how we are as a species, right? We, we find something new, we study a long time. Well, you know, we're, we're, we're our own worst enemy. We have no one to fear but ourselves. We don't compete against no one but ourselves. So how do you think they think we would treat them? Yeah, I mean, think about I'll, it. I'll, re, I'll react to them. If we find a civilization of people that have, we, like we have, where they they don't know about you know our civilization, we would study it. But the moment we find you know shiny stuff or, or materials that we could possibly use, we're gonna we're gonna invade because we're gonna need that material. In your the uh, in your investigations, uh, are you interviewing a lot of other people abductees? Oh well, I started a Facebook uh, group page uh, called the Alien Connection Truth Network uh, that's got about maybe I think 123,000 members at this point so yeah I mean we've, we've got uh, you know a pretty good sized group there on Facebook and you're finding a lot of consistency as far as um, you know b- people being abducted kind of similar stories oh yeah I mean I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that, that uh, you know extraterrestrials are out there and there, there have been abductions I mean uh one abduction, uh, as I mentioned before, was Barney and Betty Hill, and I believe that to be an authentic, authentic abduction case, uh, and not a hoax for the simple fact that that happened in 1961, and they were an interracial married couple, and back then, um, that was taboo. So I would think that the the last thing they would want to do is bring un- unnecessary, unwanted attention upon themselves with something so bizarre. I have to it agree with that. Happen. I do. I agree with that whole, yeah. especially in that era, right? Because you're, you're talking in an That's era. What I'm saying, yeah, oh, yeah. lynching yeah, was, was still a thing. Of, it's a scary. I mean, that, that was a big uh, racial violence back then, segregation and all that stuff. So I mean, that, you know, they'd have to be insane to to uh, come out with a, a bizarre story like that if it were not true. You know, in a, f- in a future podcast coming soon, I'm going to be speaking to someone that has direct links to that case, and uh, you know, the more I read about it, you, there, Barney suffered. He suffered all through his life. You know, that, that wasn't yes, he did. And, and uh, to be honest with you, he was, he was actually uh, terminated by the men in black. Yeah, I've read that too. I, you know, you know, you listen to his story and then his life post-event, and it, just forget the idea of people antagonizing or, or, you know, forget even the men in black. No sleep at night, sweats all the time, developed high anxiety. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that, that really affected him psychologically. Well, he wasn't prepared to, to make room for that, you know, that there is something else, let alone that he was taken against as well, right? Exactly. And yeah. in, in that time, I, it's, I don't think everyone is going to remember their encounter. I think something surrounding the two of them allowed for that, some kind of anomaly in that area, right? Because most yeah, well, people... It started, it started out with uh, hypnotic aggression, uh, which uh, Betty on the hip, uh, hypnotic uh, regression, she, she drew a star map. Oh, that's right. Uh, that, yeah, uh, something that, we didn't even that, know about at the time. Yeah, that uh, you know the the astrologists and all that weren't aware of, and then uh, she passed away. And a few a few years later, they actually found it, and it was exactly the way she depicted it. Yeah, that gives a lot of credence to that. That's strong. Yeah, another another case I believe is authentic is uh, <clears throat> what's his name there, uh, Travis Walton. 
You see that movie Fire? And yeah, Sky? that movie frightened me as a kid. I got look. Yeah. What I do now? I that's not authentic. Yeah. yeah. What I do now? Why I'm doing this? This is all from childhood curiosity, my imagination. Like nothing I say comes from science; it's from theory, right? From a, from a childlike right. mind. And right. as a kid, I watched that movie, and that frightened the life out of me <laughs> because not just the effects of what they look like, but you know. Well, yeah, it can be scary. I mean, especially being a child. You know, I mean. Yeah, uh, and he was helpless in that scenario, and that's what frightened me the most. Like he, there was just nothing he could do. So yeah, well, you know what I think. What I think actually happened in that case was that it had been lightning at, at that same time, and I, I think he got struck by lightning. Believe it or not, that's why he got blown back and thrown back the way he did. And I believe the aliens took him on board to uh, bring him back. To be honest with you, or to help him out medically, so that he would survive what what uh, had occurred. Yeah, that's that's a, and that's a good theory. I mean, there's another theory running on that. Is that they were damaged by lightning and where they were, they were trying to like fix their ship and he just curiously got too close to it while they were doing that and, and what happened what happened was, you know, as documented and then they elected to take him to fix him because they're here, again, they're here to study us. You know, like, it, oh, yeah. here's an example. When we go study big cats in the wild, we're not allowed to intervene with them, period. We're supposed to, video, no matter what happens, but if exactly. we do something, if we hit him with a truck, we're responsible to heal that animal because we we intervene. It's our fault the animal's hurt. So we ha- so same rules apply. They're here to, right, to observe yeah, us. They yeah, inter- yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I they agree. injured one of us, and they ha- and they're responsible to to fix them. Hence, why it took five days, right? Because we don't know what kind of radiation poison we absorbed from that. Yeah, I reached out yeah. to Travis Walton uh, through uh, a friend, Stacy Wright. I'm hopefully here soon. I'll have him on the show. Uh, I'm going to speak to him. His case is well documented. I want to speak to him more along the lines of his theories and his thoughts. Because he, ha- he has a lot. He's a really smart guy. Oh, he is, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's done uh, plenty of uh, presentations and whatnot. But, uh, you know, what, what fascinates me about that case is everybody involved, including this crew, uh, uh, passed uh, numerous polygraph uh, exams. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Listen. you know, that, that, that's going to that's gonna say something about it. You Here, know what I mean? Here's the pattern I find. And I, I've heard Travis recently speak of this on, a, on another podcast. He, uh, he had experiences prior to that as a child. And I'm led to believe, and this is all a theory and pattern I have in my own mind, is that people are pre-selected. They want to study you from the day you're born right up until the day you're deceased. And I think what ended up happening at that, that particular night, like I said, and there was a lot of lightning that night, as documented, the ship was damaged. They're down. They're making repairs. Travis sees it. He rolls up on it with pure curiosity, and, and it, an accident happened. And then they took him aboard to fix it. I mean, this is my exactly. theory. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's my my guess. Yeah. So every, every I don't want to. By the way, I don't want to call anyone abductees. I feel like it makes them a victim. I want to call them experiencers. Right? Sounds sounds right. good. Yeah, all, sounds sounds good. Yeah, yeah. All the experiencers I've come across, this pattern seems to be reemerging, where they see this in childhood, and it's. Some have it as night terror. It really depends on the person how you accept it. I, I'm a I'm a weirdo. I run towards problems. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do a documentary on these subjects, whether it be paranormal and do everything. And I'm gonna be the guy if I do find something. Chances are I'm not coming back because I'm gonna run right at whatever it is, and it'll be documented. So, but for you in your experience, you, you definitely had something happen in in your youth, and then again repeated in 2012. 
Correct. Which tells me you're part of a, a study group. Yeah, well, I, I uh, you know, it goes beyond that. Uh, believe it or not, uh, since, since that transpired, I've had the ability to energetically heal others, which I've been uh, quite successful at. I don't do this out in the open. I don't really usually broadcast it. I don't do it for any money. Right. But that is a, that is a fact. Yeah. I, you know, I speak to a lot of people about specifically the power of the mind. How powerful the mind. The ma- the mi- our brain is probably one of the most complex computers in existence currently. And if you channel it to its full ca- ca- uh, capacity, who knows? You can do anything. Yeah. Well, you know, the main thing with that is belief. Yeah. Anybody can actually do it, but, you know, I mean, it's a hard thing to convince yourself of uh, actually believing uh, 101% and something like that. You know, you always get that little voice in the back of of your head there saying, what am I trying? What am I even trying this for? What am I stupid? This ain't going to work and it never will. I call that popular popular logic by the masses is what I call that. Right. right, yeah, that's why the majority will never be able to uh, to do it. Trust me, as a kid, I, I thought I was a Jedi. I used, to, I used to sit around trying to make things move in my mind. Believe me, I did that as a kid. <coughs> At some level, I kind of feel like I could still do it, right? Hopefully, one day. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I say this too often, and or at least I'm, I'm learning to say this. Because my theories evolve. The more I'm learning, the more I speak to people, my theories evolve. Um, I'm, again, I'm not set in any one position. You know, my overall theory is that the gray aliens are extremely advanced robots. Would have they have like a bio something biological as what they well, have? Well, well, what it is is they're generic. Actually, I mean, they're, they're like clones of each other. Uh, yeah, I'm hearing that a lot too. Actually, feel any, yeah, they don't feel any emotion or like love or hate or or anything like that as far as uh, you know yeah. compared towards. Uh, well, here. Human here this theory out and tell me your thoughts on it. And this again, this is from this is not from science. This is my childhood curiosity and imagination running wild. I think them to be advanced robots where they have like a like a biological and when I say biological exterior, we don't know like we're carbon based, they can be silicon based. We don't know what that biology is. And it has the consciousness uploaded from from their speed, like they come to the part where they can upload their consciousness and download their consciousness. And which why they're very they're, you can't tell them apart. And even in your theory, the same thing where they're they're cloned. Right. Uh, and the eyes, as large as they are, to me, if you look at the eyes, I mean, compared to you know modern day military, they look like sensors, right? Multiple sensors and scanners inside of them. So yeah. that's just my theory, though. Uh, but again, the more interviews I do, the more people I speak to, it's evolving. Because what you're saying, Mike Penicello, uh, Mufon guy. Right on point with you that. The whole concept of them being cloned to one another, and they're made to be like the drones of the beehive. Uh-huh. You know, you know, I I like that theory too. I mean, I have to I have to say that because every case I read and come across, it's the same thing. They're emotionless, and when they speak yeah. to you, it seems like telepathy. Well, it is. Yeah, they, they communicate in a telepathic manner. Yeah. Right now, bear this in mind. Here's another theory of mine. Like we have Bluetooth. Now, this theory, you know, prior to Bluetooth, they're telepathic. We, we don't know if it's their version of Bluetooth. Like what Elon's got now, where there's going to be a chip in the brain and you can communicate directly with no words needed. You know, bear in mind technology. As it, like, if you look at our technology, it's more advanced than our, our race, right? We're still racist people. Our technology is leaping past us. Technology doesn't understand the difference between black, white, and otherwise. It, that, frankly, doesn't care. 
was headed to AI, the artificial intelligence. Yeah, and AI is not going to discriminate because they don't, again, they don't understand that. You know, it's, so I don't know, there's a lot of things out there that are more threatening to me than what aliens would be, like humans. So, I don't know. As far as uh, the experiencers, you have the Facebook page, which I'll share in this, this podcast, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. I would be interested in speaking more experience. I'm sure if you have that page, then you have a bunch of them have had something. I'm going to have an episode where I have like four or five of them on and just talk about their, their story and their experience. Yeah, well, I can connect you with a, uh, an individual that I met on Facebook uh, probably like three or four years ago that we became friends. And uh, since he's uh, connected with me, he's had some experiences of his own, so I could probably hook you up with him to come on the show. Yeah, it'd, it'd be good for like you and him and like the other people that want to share an experience. They don't so much want to be on the again these podcasts. I'm not going to run them lengthy on those, but if I have like four or five of them on there, they could each share their experience. You know what I mean? And, and it gives people a platform to speak openly because something said on this podcast, someone might hear it. One, make them feel better because they're not alone. Two, they know there's a platform they can reach out to and a group of people that can speak with you know like-minded people. Right. It just it's like therapy. It helps you to understand this oh, is yeah. this is well, commonplace. You know, speaking of that, that's what I wanted to mention before. You know, I held this in for probably a little over a year and then I, I said to myself, uh, that's it, I'm gonna come out with it, you know. Let him think I'm nuts because uh, that was basically what you just said it was like a therapy for me to just get it off my chest. Yeah, you need it. Listen. It was insane to say that you could have Bluetooth. Listen, go back a hundred years and say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna have things in our ears and we could talk to each other, you know, from, from anywhere. People would call you nuts, right? Now it's commonplace. Yeah, yeah. Go back even further and discuss some of the medications and what they what they could do today, even a nootropic per se. And you would be called no or which you'd probably get lynched. And go right. or even hear this. Yeah, take like I've heard this said before and I believe it. Take a cell phone. Today's cell phone, back to the seventeen hundreds, you'll get lynched. <laughs> that oh, is, yeah. you're, you're a warlock at that point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta make room. And I'm gonna be honest, why haven't we seen them? How why have they come to us yet? Bear this in mind. It, whether they be cloned or or advanced robots. They're basically immortal. They're here to study us. And we don't know the time. They have no time constraint. That's indefinite for all we... You know what I mean? There's well, no- you, know, you know, I have a theory on that. I believe uh, now, I believe we're a result uh, of an experiment performed by a higher intelligence of life. The extraterrestrials, uh, extraterrestrials themselves, our DNA and the DNA of the great ape species is uh, 98 to 99% identical. And my belief is that through uh, genetic manipulation and artificial insemination between the great ape species and themselves, they created humans. And when they created us, they set us free. They didn't abandon us. And they, they, they've been watching our progress, monitoring our progress from a behind the scenes approach because they realized that, you know, we're individuals with free wills of our own. They don't want to force us into doing anything that is against our will. So uh, as time has gone on, I believe there's been two major interventions that they've uh, they've uh, initiated. And the first one was with the island of Atlantis, which served as a learning facility uh, uh, to jumpstart man's knowledge. And I believe during that time that uh, that's when the, uh, you know, man was taught mathematics, engineering, calculation, astronomy and all that stuff. 
is when the pyramids were built with the help of the extraterrestrials. Yeah. And the second, yeah, and the second intervention, as time went on, uh, you know, they figured, well, you know, we got to do something now to, uh, we've jump-started his knowledge, but we, we've got to do something to get him out of that barbaric state that he's in. And what do I mean by that? Uh, for example, the Romans taking delight in observing, uh, you know, blood sports and death. So I believe that's when they introduced uh, Jesus to millions worldwide. I believe that Jesus was actually an alien. Um, now, how did Mary get uh, in a way with a child, with, well, you know, being a virgin? Well, she was brought up into a craft and they inserted what could be termed the essence of Jesus into her womb. And how did he resurrect? Well, the same way he brought up into a craft. Now, the three wise men, were they actually following the star of Bethlehem or, or following a, a alien spacecraft? You know, and I believe, and I believe the third and final intervention will be when things come to a head on our planet, which I I feel isn't going to be too long down the road, because I believe their intention will be to save man from man himself. I don't doubt it. Listen, some people hear that and say it sounds crazy. I hear that and say it's happening at science labs now. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. everything you said. I'm going to give you two references. One. Everything you said is happening in a science lab somewhere now. We are artificially inseminating creatures. We're messing with biology and DNA. Right, exactly. We're perfecting rats to do things that are amazing as far as intelligence to see what we can do. And listen, yeah, they're trying to crossbreed uh, different different breeds and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So like, if they're doing that to the animals, animals, they're doing it with the intention for us, right? Exactly. Yeah. So again, yeah. here's the other flip side. Now, here's another thing where you mentioned about glands. I watched this documentary, and I watched a lot of them, and they found basically computer parts or sprockets and all these wonderful inventions from ancient Greece, right. and it all stopped one day, and I, I had to ask, why did this stop? So I did some research, and it turned out Rome took over with Catholicism, and, that, and basically anything of that kind of science is considered some sort of witchcraft. We're 2,000 years behind the ball of technology. Because religion right. suppressed the ability to do these things that they considered. And I'm not bashing religion. Again, I have no position. But still, that ideology of that era made it so if you were doing things like inventive like that, they, it would be considered some form of witchcraft. So we're 2,000 years behind. Or else who knows what technology we'd have today. Exactly. So I, don't, I, I agree with you on a lot of things you're saying. Because it, some people are like, they're gonna, again, they're going to like, well, that sounds nuts. Well, look at our science labs now. We're, it's not well, far what we're doing. Yeah. Another thing I'd like to add to that is, uh, you know, um, from primitive man all the way up to where we are today, all the missing links like Pro Magnum Man, homo, you know, up to Homo sapiens, where we are today, we got to ask ourselves what happened to all the missing links. And what that is, is different levels of the ongoing experiment that didn't live up to the extraterrestrials' expectations that they were terminated and replaced by, you know, the next level of experimentation. Not with the latest level, but the problem with that is we're the most lethal. Yeah, we also we also evolved faster than most, from what I'm understanding. Uh, and that that could be. Yeah, but you know, yeah, but you gotta understand if it was natural evolution from the apes, right? The apes should should right now should be extinct, but yet the apes have been around here for millions of years and they're still sharing the earth with modern man. 
Yeah, I agree. Because if you follow Graham Hancock and some of his theories about the you know civilizations have come and gone, the missing link. All, I mean, it could all. It's very explainable. You know what I mean? Like this planet's really old, and and, 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 and you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, billions of years old. Yeah, and so reading Graham Hancock's material and listening to his, his videos has changed my position on man's evolution and the history of man significantly. Because and it's and it's not like he's just speaking in theory. He's got a lot of good evidence, like really good evidence. I'm not sure why the science community is not you know a little more behind that. It all makes right. sense, especially when I look for patterns and. Everything he said, you research it, that pattern seems it emerges. So is a, is a higher intelligence influencing our DNA? Sure. I, I mean, why not? And, you, and if, well, you, how would we prove you know, otherwise? Right. And when it comes to scientists, you know, that's all part of the people who I control, basically, like in control of 1%. And they only let us know what they, they feel they want to let us know. So. Yeah. I mean, look, I was, I was a kid as well when I first saw a human ear on a on a, a mouse, <laughs> like, I, I remember that. I remember that. that yeah, that blew me away. Out of the back of a mouse. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the lab. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Who knows what we're doing then? And then if we're doing that, who knows what else does what? Like, yeah. And uh, if they had that way back then, imagine what they have today. It's crazy, right? Yeah, that we're not that that we're not aware of. Yeah, you really can't cast doubt on anything. Look, this, this phenomenon with the UFOs. Look, I don't disagree that people, you know. It became a, a hysteria in the 40s, and, and then it grew, and it became... I, it, that could be said, yeah. It became a hysteria, and it grew in popularity, etc. Cetera, et cetera. That could be said. Or, flip side of the coin, people are speaking about it, and it gave more comfort to other people to speak about it. Right. Right? I mean, there's two sides of the coin. You can't view it as, all. Oh, it just became popular yeah, during, yeah. you know, yeah, And I mean, you know, with all these reports and cases, I mean, thousands upon thousands, I mean, they can't all be uh, bogus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, look, in my teens and 20s, I lost my interest in the UFO phenomenon. Not because it wasn't interesting, but I shot pool. I went and hung out with friends. I, I didn't stay home. I didn't play games. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was one of those guys. I was out. Right. 2017 rolls around, and I see these videos from our military, and you can't deny that. That's undeniable. That's evident. Like that, what David Fravor was up against and some of these other guys, that's should frighten the general public, right? Our best military aircraft were being outmaneuvered as if we were sitting still. And yeah, well, you know, now, now that you mentioned that, I, I believe that uh, the powers that be there are going to uh, create a false flag of an alien invasion uh, to put fear on in us. In other words, to, to uh, have us fear the uh, extraterrestrials, which couldn't be further from, from the truth because... Uh, I believe what they're going to do is they get all this advanced technology now, holograms. They can make spaceships appear in the sky and make them appear as though they're firing weapons when in reality the weapons are being fired by the military itself. So, I mean, uh, we got to be aware of that. Yeah. I mean, I believe, yeah, yeah. I keep, mean, I believe that's coming. Keep in mind that the UFOs, the phenomenon itself, it did the military a favor, right? Because now they can go test whatever they want over, over you know, say, Area 51 or other locations. And right. the scapegoat is easily going to be UFO, right? right. So it's not, I don't even really think it's a cover-up. Because here's what I, I personally don't believe aliens are talking with the government. I don't think they were, I, especially with the, the, the military pilots. I think aliens, I think the government just can't do shit about it. And that's why they're in their position. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, you know, you know, there's been uh, reports. Uh, there was one good uh, news report uh, on Larry King Live there, which is a reputable uh, news uh, outlet. And uh, he had five military guys on there that attested that they observed UFOs over different military bases and uh, they had the technology to cut the power to the weaponry and it would take the military over 24 hours to reboot it, reboot it to uh, uh, its status where it could refire. And that's not only happened here in the U.S., but it's happened worldwide. Yeah. So that tells me that, that tells me they're doing their homework and doing their dry runs, testing that technology that uh, they can prevent us from uh, destroying ourselves. Let, let's, let's put this to scale, right? You, you and I are walking in a park. And I, I've said this before, a lot of people are going to hear me say this a lot, I apologize, but I want to put it in perspective. You and I are walking in a park. We see an ant, like an ant colony. And they're driving cars, they're flying planes, they're throwing bombs at each other. We're going to close the park, and we're going to, we're going to watch that, see how that unfolds, right? For, and forever, for as long as possible. And the minute they have military installations, the first thing we're going to monitor closely are the military installations. That's... Because that's to scale. We're not threatened by the ant. If they're throwing even nuclear bombs at their scale, it's only going to threaten that part. We only, and we're not going to intervene until we see that they're building something that's going to threaten, per se, the whole planet. That's when we intervene. But till then, exactly. sit back and watch because we're going to want to see their evolution, how they come along, what technologies. Are they going to have ideologies? Are they going to be biased? You know, and then look at us. And it's the same thing. We're going to be studied and they're going to do it from afar. And, and if they are very advanced, they have really no reason to talk to us. I mean, as intelligent as some of us are, it's to them it's it's, un, it's unimportant. We, they'd rather watch. Well, let's see if the intelligent one creates something greater to help his species. You know what I mean? That it's right. long term right. study, and people have to make room for that. I do. In your experience, well, you know, yeah. You know, I think I think religion is, uh, to be honest with you, is a big fuss. I think it's caused a lot of uh, ill amongst men. To be honest with you. Um, yeah. You know, they teach you, uh, they teach you on the dark side there uh, to fear the dark side, negativity, uh, Satan. And they also uh, put fear into you with a good and loving God by stating that if you don't do his will, you will feel the wrath of the God, right? A good and loving God. Yeah. Now, now, no matter how you look at it, it's fear-based. So now, through fear, it allows you know, very few to control the masses. And that's what's been going on for thousands of years. And every generation upon generation has been born into society with these religious beliefs. There's no greater brainwash. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what the, here with religion. This is, religion's got its good qualities and its bad ones. The bad qualities, there's a lot of control, right? Um, and like I said, it's fear-based control. This way, it, right. I mean, I'm not going to speak negatively, but you see some of these cathedrals that are made out of marble, finery stones, some of the best woods, and they're non-profit. It blows my mind. You know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. They're wealthy. Uh, I've never seen a, a Catholic church, specifically in the Northeast, that was underbuilt. And there was where I grew up in Brooklyn. There was a church there. It looked like an artist made it from scratch. It was beautiful, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of control there. I get that. There's yeah, a lot of control, a lot of funds, a lot of money. Uh, yeah, it's and so, not so, only that, they they they, they do evil under the guise of good. Listen, we're we're humans. Evil's right. in our DNA. So that brings me to the next point. 
Why? Uh, that's, that, you know, that's my point. Uh, to me, it can't be separated. To me, God and Satan are one. Right. So here's the thing about that too, and I'll say this: Why? The, here's the good the, the good side of religion, and, and it's unfortunate that we need it. It's the same fear that says, "Well, I can't kill Jim next door because I'll go to hell." You know, because we're we're I mean, we're, look, this is something you'll hear from me often too. It's 2021. Somehow we're racist still. Somehow we have these lines in the sand. Whether it be your Republican, Democrat. I have no. That's all an illusion. Just at the end of the day, they're all sleeping in the same bed together. Yeah, that's that's a way for them. That's by design for them to divide. But here's here's the problem I have with that. It just it gives people reason to be in a camp and dislike the other camp. Where my exactly. And this is my belief system. My belief system is: if you want a religion, humanity. If you want a race, human. And if you want a place to call home, Earth. It's really easy. Right. Exactly. We should yeah, behave like a species. As simple as that, yeah. So, you know, I, I again, I'm not discrediting religion and, and some of the, the lore that comes with it, because I don't know. I wasn't there. I mean, again, I don't doubt anything at all. Yeah. But, but I, you know, you know, they teach you to fear the darkness, but, you know, when you start to think about it, everything is created within the dark and comes into the light. Right. You I, know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I was in I'm the, a, I was the, I was in a womb for nine months. I traveled down the tunnel and into the light. All the trees that provide our oxygen and food and sustenance that the earth provides grows out of the darkness of the ground into the light. Years ago, before all this fancy technology, the only way a photographer could develop a picture off a negative was in the dark room. Yeah, you know, we have yeah. a long day's work. We're exhausted. We come home. We turn the lights down low. We shut our eyes and we slip, we slip into what the tranquility of darkness. So there's nothing really to fear about darkness. You know what I do? You, you got you got light and darkness. I travel a path straight down the middle. I acknowledge, respect both, but worship neither. That's the way it should be. No position. You right. I again. I I don't know. Especially like our, with experiencers. Uh, we'll start there. Um. I do a lot of off-podcast interviews, and these, and the reason being, some of these are doctors, lawyers, cops, right. and they right. want to talk about their experience, and, you know, they don't sound crazy to me, and yet, the same guy, the, the doctor I spoke to from, from Texas, and the cop who's from Nebraska, their stories sound identical, and I know they don't know each other, and it, I guess you right. could say it's, you know, popular uh, fiction, et cetera, et cetera, but there's a couple things mm-hmm. they said to me that let me know, and I've never... One thing they both said to me. I'm not even gonna say it on air. I'll tell you off podcast. All right. Because I don't want to. I don't want to get you know any. I don't want anyone to even get a clue of that because I, I, I'm going to use that as a, a point in the future for filter. But there's okay. something they both said that I've never heard anywhere before, and it blew uh-huh. me away. All right. That they even said it in sync like that. I mean, I've heard. Don't get me wrong. I've heard some. Look, we're humans. There's some crazy people, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and I've gotten some crazy people. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna dispute that. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I was telling another guy, because I had a guy hang up on me in the mid, because he thought I was part of the CIA or whatever. I don't even know. But the point I make is, this phenomenon has got, it's got some, some water in it. You know, there's, there's some gravity to it. Because when you have two professionals who speak about this stuff, and they don't know each other, they're separated by state, and there's that one detail that I heard, that after hearing it, when I say, I'm one of these people, when I research, I go down rabbit holes for hours. And I couldn't find that. It just was not repeated again. So, 
I'm going to use it as a future filter. So when I hear yeah, from, yeah, for, when I hear from experiences, everyone's got, a, it, there's differences, right? Because our perceptions alter from person to person. And well, exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's, you know, and everybody, everybody's in search, of, in search of the truth. There is no one truth. The extent of the truth that anybody will, will uh, come to during the course of this lifetime is what each individual perceives as being their personal truth. Yeah. You know, for me too, like let's say aliens show up to my house and, uh, you know, I personally never witnessed anything at all. I, I think I, I say this because I'm an unlucky person, I guess, because I, it's not, I don't know. Like I, I saw one thing and I said this many times where I thought it was a UFO. It was blue or aqua in color, but it was in the middle of a thunderstorm and it was consumed by the storm. And I'll, I'll really just never know what that was. But outside of that, I've never witnessed anything. So when I say aliens show up to my house, if given I have the moment to communicate, I'm going to talk. Look, you don't have to render my conscience. I won't speak a word because I'm selfish, right? <laughs> Take me aboard a ship, plug away, pro whatever you please. But I just need something in return. That's going to be in, this, in the knowledge. Um, just there, just, oh, I guess your overall knowledge. What can, I, what can you do for me? Cetera, I won't tell nobody. Sorry, guys, if you're listening. You know, <laughs> if they're going to come get me, please. But... I right. get to see anything. It sucks, and I'm eventually I'm going to travel around doing a documentary. And I'm well, yeah, you know, careful, careful what you wish for. You know, something that just might. Uh, yeah, I hear that a lot. And I, I want to like listen again. I'm a weirdo. Like I'll, I'll be in the house middle of the night, hear a strange noise, and I'll just talk like, "All right, if you're here, come on, please." Because you know what the most punishing part of that is? Going to bed wondering, "Was that something? Damn it! Or am I losing my mind?" You know what yeah. I mean? So, so that's the rough part for me. But in your investigation so far, have you have you been able to document any like vehicle like uh, UFOs per se? Oh uh, yeah, well uh, I mean there's there's many different types of crafts that have been reported, you know, sightings. But uh, um, I'm sure there's many different crafts out there, you know, probably. Well, yeah, just, I mean, like, just like there's there's different species, alien species. Yeah, like we have cars, like vans, trucks, buses. Right. They all have different purposes. Yeah. I, I, I say that a lot too. I mean, especially if they're really advanced, I don't think they're going to be floating around on one thing. Period. You know, so right? Exactly. They, don't, they want a new car too. So, but for you so far in your experience, nothing else since that 2012 event. Uh, no, not not uh, like uh, physically like that. But uh, I mean, uh, it, I I do get downloads every once in a while. I am a contactee or telepathically. I get downloads. I mean, a lot of the information that I'm. I'm speaking of now uh, comes through that there, so. Damn, I want downloads. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so outside of that, nothing, nothing physical, nothing up front. So some of the people that you, that have reached out to you that have been experiencers, has any of them had something that was, let's say, not benign, something frightening? Uh, yeah, well, that one gentleman I was telling you about that I can hook you up with as a guest. Uh, he. Um, he had an experience where he was lying in bed and then he, he opened his eyes and he was experienced um, sleep paralysis. And he seen three uh, alien shark rays at the foot of his bed. And uh, I can explain that more to you when you get him on the show. Yeah. But, uh, and then there was another incident where I believe there was uh, another three aliens that paid him a visit and one approached him and he said he was scared shitless he said uh, he, the alien reached towards him and touched his chest 
and he said as soon as that uh, alien put his hand on his chest it felt like God was touching him he felt so calm and serene and at the time he had been having uh, lung problems with spitting up blood and whatnot. and he said after that incident uh, his lungs were fine I gotta tell you um, that's that's exactly what I look for I guess right that's what the experience yeah, I was. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know, they had another bizarre experiment. I mean, I don't want to give it all away. I'm gonna, no, no, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here's a th- another. I, this is another theory of mine. Um, I had spoken to. I I spoken to a lot of MUFAR people. A lot. I'd spoken to a lot of uh, investigators, private or otherwise. Um, and I'm finding this. So the patterns I've seen abductions are slowing down. And when they said that, it made me wonder, like, well, are they done with us? But then I realized why. Look at the airway. Every phone, TV, computer, or something has audio and video attached to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah security cameras. Very, very, very easy. Yeah, we, we've really made it easy for them, right? There's really just no work anymore. Other than if they have to come aboard and maybe put something on you or on your person or whatever. But outside of that, watching us has become ample. Way too easy for them. And there's nowhere to hide in this current era, right? The same thing people moan about the, the government having, they can infiltrate, if you think about it. Like right now in the room I'm in now, the studio, there's... Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. A ton of stuff in here has cameras on and, and audio. So, they can, so if they... They get, they get everything done. They face recognition and all that. All yeah, so that, when, I, when he said that it was slowing down, or a few, a few of them said that, it made me think of that because we have all this technology that they could just use. Not, I'm not going to say against us for their interest in monitoring us, right? And right. so, of course, they're going to slow down abductions because they don't need to anymore. Now they can just watch you, like it's a, they can kick back in there, you know, couch, I guess, and just pay attention. Yeah, it's just like just like watching a movie or a TV monitor. Yeah, but the highways everywhere you look, a camera everywhere, and by you know the next decade. Who knows? We'll have drones monitoring for public safety and et cetera. And for yeah. them, that's so. Most people are saying, "Well, there's more cameras in the world. How come we're not seeing more of them?" Well, they don't. <laughs> they don't really necessarily need to come here anymore. We're doing them a favor. You know, right. that's that's just the facts I come with. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if our conversation is being monitored at the moment. <laughs> well, if it is, listen, I, I, take me, please, and I won't tell anyone. <laughs> I just want to learn and, and ask questions, but I'm not going to say a word, I promise. So, or at least for 10 years, you know, disclaimer. So this way, you know, for a future show. But anyway, Jim, uh, before we close, is there anything you want to add? Uh, well, I'd like to add one thing, and uh, this is a favorite saying of mine. It's uh, life is a journey to be experienced, not a problem to be solved. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. I'm going to put that in the description. Well, Jim, I enjoyed talking to you, man. I really did. Yeah, same here, my friend. We'll definitely connect again in the future. And, uh, I'll get the you know the Facebook uh, page on the on the description, and yeah, we'll have future conversations. I assure you that much. All right, Jim, you have a good night, sir. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be I'll be here anytime you want to contact me. Uh, feel free. Perfect, Jim. It's been a pleasure, sir. Same here. Thanks for having me on. Indeed. Have a good night, sir. All right. You as well.